Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. A television show that I've enjoyed watching for many, many years is Law and Order. And now you can watch it on cable on the marathons all the time. And it's really a story about the district attorney's office in New York. And the first part of every show of episode is about law enforcement, about catching guys that are, are, are people that have done wrong things or trying to find the truth of what's happened. And the second part of the episode is about the district's attorney's office, of all the people that are there together who come in with the idea of what a law is about. Some come in with a black and white view. Others have different kinds of opinion. But each episode deals with how the law should be interpreted, how it should be applied. And sometimes some people come in with black and white answers. Others come in with, well, it all depends. But each episode brings of, once they meet humanity, once they meet people's situations, it's not always cut and dry. There's arguments, there's disagreements. And not every episode of Law and Order ends with all the bad people being put away and the good people are, are justified. Sometimes those episodes end just up in the air with no set answer. But I enjoy the struggle of people trying to figure out the law. Should we be revengeful? Should we have compassion? Should we apply it to all? Should we play games with people's lives in order to win office? Or what should we do? For us as Americans, it's hard to figure out law because each of us has a different interpretation and how it's to be applied. But today, all three scripture readings tell Christians, how do we look at the law of God? What is God's expectation of looking at the law? Our first reading comes from Deuteronomy. It's written by a people who are Deuteronomists, who look at the covenant relationship with God and lead Israel. Today is Moses' farewell address. And in it, he calls the people back to a radical and reciprocal covenant relationship with God. Radical in that God loves us unconditionally. There is no God who loves us so much more than him. But reciprocal in that if we keep the covenant, we have to love God, but also love other people. And so Moses reminds the people that your observance of the law has to have an interior disposition of the heart. That law cannot just be observed by following a written letter, but that it's meant that our hearts are full of love and love of neighbor. And so that's how one keeps the covenant relationship. Moses reminds us that to take care of the widow, the orphan, the marginalized, the oppressed, is the duty of all people in order to be faithful to God. Today, we can apply that with other people, not just widows or orphans, but anyone who is left on the outside. So God is telling his people the authentic way to observe law is not one of just following an outward behavior. And law is not just a code of conduct to keep people in line. That's not what God wants. Clearly, if we look at the law of God, it's saying enter it into a heart that is full of love and compassion for people. That's how God wants us to approach the law. 
In today's second reading from Colossians, St. Paul writes it from a Roman prison cell. He has been hounded by the Jewish authorities, and they try to get him on charges and send him to prison for desecration of the temple. But those charges don't stick. And so they arrest him for three years for disturbing the peace. He is a Roman citizen with special rights. Unlike those who are not Romans, they can do anything they want with you, even kill you. They're fine. But because he's a Roman citizen, he demands a trial. And in chains, they take him from Jerusalem to Rome. And there, from the prison cell, he writes this captive epistle to his people. What Paul is worried about is Gnosticism. He sees that as a great evil against the truth of the gospel. And Gnosticism, again, are people who say the only way to God is by special knowledge. And that's not for everyone. Only certain people can have an entrance to God. So if you have this special knowledge, and you know that the body is wicked and evil, because it's never any good, and if you strictly observe the law, no matter what, you will be good with God. In fact, they say the human body is so disgusting that only angels will help us get in there. And we should worship angels. And what they say is, Jesus was a good good guy, but he was just an angel. If you want to push Paul's buttons, just say that. He calls that a great evil. Because it was just the observance of the law. Here's what Paul says in today's Colossians. That the only way, shalom, true peace that everyone is longing for, is found through the cross of Jesus Christ. And what does Jesus come to earth for? To reestablish the harmony that God did at creation. So in other words, God didn't create different citizenships. God did not create boundaries. The original intent of creation was constant Total family unity, total harmony, total peace. That's what the shalom is. The reason the Messiah comes is for Jesus to establish that original intent of Jesus, of God's creation. Humanity is the one that sets boundaries and borders, ones that separate people. And so whenever you look at the crucifix, just don't think it is to save your own sin. It's to restore the harmony. And who tells us? But St. Paul. Read that carefully. The only way to true shalom, peace, is through the cross. And our citizenship is in heaven. And from it we await the Savior of the Lord, says Paul. In today's gospel, Jesus is approached by a lawyer. Again, he begins a few Sundays ago. We heard him start from his road to Jerusalem. And different people ask him questions of how do you inherit eternal life? And today, a lawyer wants to approach Jesus and to test him and say, well, what what should we do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, you know the law. The law is central to to Israel. So go ahead, quote it. Well, how do you read it? And he tells them, you all know it. Love God with our being and love our neighbor." And Jesus says, good, you've done well. But the lawyer wants to justify himself and say, well, (laughs) who's my neighbor then? In other words, people that look like me, agree with me, worship with me, that have my mindset, you shouldn't have asked that question. Jesus talks about a foreigner, the Samaritans. They were very hated. The Jews and Samaritans hated one another so much 
And so when the Jews are listening to Jesus' story, they can't identify with someone good. You see, the priest would be the first in the story. That's the hierarchy. And then the Levite would be next. And the third person to come should have been an Israelite. But Jesus throws them a curve, a parable, something that turns their world upside down. He then takes a foreigner, a disgusting Samaritan. Let me tell you, the hatred was so bad. In fact, when Jesus begins his mission with his disciples, the disciples first enter into Samaritan town and they're rejected. And guess what the disciples do? They go to Jesus and say, they rejected us. Jesus, send fire down on them and blow them up. And Jesus says, no. There's a different way of doing things. So, All the Israelites now are left to identify with this disgusting foreigner and a victim who has to rely on the compassion of this foreigner. Jesus says discipleship is more than just saying, observing the law. Discipleship is an action word that goes beyond the cultural norm of who's inside and who's outside. Every culture sets parameters of who's in the inside and who's in the outside. And every culture then justifies itself by who's in the inside with moral certainty and saying, yes, I am one of the insiders. I'm the one that follows the law. I'm the one that's right with this this who's in the inside. And outsiders are meant to feel outside. And insiders justify why outsiders should be outside. This is exactly what Jesus is talking about. And so the point of today's gospel is to break down barriers. That to observe the law is to do it with love. And just don't do the mere observance. That's what Jesus is talking about. And so sometimes, politically, culturally, and even religiously, we have people that make sure those on the inside are justified and morally acceptable, and those on the outside are to stay on the outside. And Jesus says, that's not what this story is about. The foreigner, the most disgusting person, does compassion. And God is saying, that's what I want. So, what's the interior of our hearts in observing the law? You can just do the motion, or you can be in relationships with people. I get calls to go and anoint people all the time. And this past week, I went to the hospice, and a woman is dying of four stage, uh, stage four cancer, and her entire family is in the room as I walk in. Now, one of the things I could do as a priest is just simply do the rituals and just anoint them and walk out. And you know, most Catholic families would be happy with that. Oof, they're going to heaven. Great, excellent. You don't have to do anything else other than that. And sometimes, unfortunately, some people do it that way. Whenever I approach a room, I always want to know where they're from. Now, I've wasted my entire life learning the mascots of all the high schools in the state of Arizona. I've wasted my time. And so, when I'm there, where are you from? 
Winkleman, Hayden High School. And their our tribal is next door, just a couple of miles away, called Ray, and they're the Bearcats. And all I asked was, Lobo or Bearcat? And with all one voice that the whole hospice center heard, Lobos! Oh, Winkleman. You know, my dad almost got transferred there as a family. We would have lived there, but he turned that down. We were tired of living in mining towns. Huh? I could have been your neighbors, but I'm not. And we talked. She was a security guard for the mine, the copper mine. And this family was grieving because it's the first member of their family that they're losing. And I learned about them. I learned about her and what was important. Because I know the mascot of the Hayden High School Lobos. And I know about Winkleman. And I could have done the observance and just done the minimum. But I needed to use my heart. And I needed to show compassion. And as we were finished with the prayers, the whole family is crying and grieving. As I end up my visit there, I just said two words. Go Lobos. And with great joy they cheered. You see, that's how we're called to understand the law. Once you get to know human beings and know their story, it's hard to be indifferent. It's hard to be fearful. It is hard to be exclusionary because you know their mascot. So your mission today is go home and learn every mascot in Arizona. <laughs> and by that I mean be open to hearing people's story. Jesus says, and God says through scriptures today, just don't merely observe the law. Have a heart. Know people. Know who they are. Know their story. All I can tell you is, go Lobos. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 